0: Choose to be podcast and mindset podcast for students. Hi everyone and I'm so happy to be back. I'm in the middle of midterms and getting close to finals now. It's getting close to the end of the semester and it feels good although I'm very busy and I think I need to make a another episode on boundaries and talk about boundaries as a student because there's so much that we can take on but at the same time it's coming at a price of our mental health and We cannot fit everything and we cannot fit everything in our day. And sometimes I'm sick of sitting at my laptop, even though it excites me to do what I do. It excites me to read and learn and have assignments, do homework, study. But at the same time, I also work. I also do many, many other things at a computer. So being at a computer can get tiring. So even like switching tasks, even though it excites me and I'm passionate about it. We do need a break from the things that we're passionate about especially when it's straining on our eyes when we're just sitting for a long time it's not good for our bodies to do that for a long time and you know we need to just get some rest so that is where i am in this semester and it went well literally up until the end of the middle part (laughs) because right now i'm in november like second week of november so i wouldn't say it's the middle I'd say it's getting close to the end now but i'm glad that i feel like this towards the end versus at the beginning of the semester this would have been really hard to deal with (laughs) if i had to deal with this in september so there's always something to be grateful for and you know it's good that i have a lot of things going on so it's definitely a good thing to have these opportunities and these things to be engaged in and involved in. It's just, what do I want to keep doing and what do I want to maybe put a little bit of a a pin in for the future? So, kind of getting into today's topic, which I'm also really excited to talk about because it's something that I've implemented since I came back to school, since before I've came back to school. And it's about meditation and what it did for me as a student. And, you know, Sometimes, meditation can be a little hard to do, so I'll kind of refer to this practice as mindfulness and meditation. And there's a lot of science-based frameworks to help us be more in control of our emotions so that our emotions don't control us. And that's what I see meditation as, essentially, is a way for us to go to the gym, work out our brain, and get stronger mentally so that we're able to not react in stressful situations that can trigger us that are high stress, uh, a lot a lot of stuff happens that is our out of our control so what can we do that is in our control to help make our future work for us to help make our future going in the way that we want it to go like kind of following a path without digging us digging holes in, for ourselves or like kind of I kind of visualize maybe going by potholes right you want to be flexible and you're in the driver's seat you want to like kind of drive around these potholes as best as you can you know obviously it's not going to be perfect we're going to miss a few but if we can miss most of them why not miss those issues those problems that we don't want to attract in life uh, i just thought of that i didn't have that planned i <laughs> that is how i think is in metaphors it helps me visualize and helps me learn um, in a way that you know i can can feel stressful to be behind the wheel sometimes it can be stressful to try to you know navigate these situations that we don't anticipate happening and with meditation and mindfulness um i like to think about ways to reduce judgment um like estamos presentes so practicando la presencia aceptación ausencia de juicios and compasión presence acceptance not being judgmental and compassion and there are various forms of mindfulness and it's just explore see what's out there you know the internet is allows us to look through all this information that exists and find your style find what works for you maybe you like to exercise as your meditation i like to jog when i jog i have this rhythmic breath work and i don't think about Things (laughs) Things <laughs> I just focus on breathing, and I focus on the next step. I focus on, you know, a few feet ahead of me. That's all I'm focusing on, and my brain is, you know, my mind is not worrying about the past or the future or what I'm gonna be doing later, or you know, what my future is gonna look like. I'm just kind of focusing on getting the run finished. Um, some people like to meditate. Some people like to do yoga or breath work. There's a lot of possibilities um, and essentially it's a way to find quiet and connect with yourself. It's a way to find calm. It's a way to connect with your breath and our breath can really change our life like it is keeping us alive. So really being in tune with our breath and even trying rhythmic breathing, seeing how that works. Um, how that can act as beneficial to keep our minds away from the past, away from the future, and in the present moment. And before coming to community college, I tried meditation uh, through the coaching that I was doing and I was learning about mindfulness. I did a meditation in my cohort as a coach and it brought me a lot of calm and I paired that with the conversations that I was having, the connections I was making, and it brought me a lot of calm and peace. I'd go home, and I kid you not, I would lay in my bed and just stare at the ceiling. <laughs> like I did not have any worries in my head. I was just soaking in the moment. And it allowed me to experience this because I had never experienced that sensation before. Growing up in middle school, high school, I just had never experienced that feeling before. and. It allowed me to be more interested in how can I create this? How can I keep continuing, continue generating this in my life? How can I continue to practice this? And going into community college, you know, this is where I talk about my story and like me actually using meditation and some of the benefits that I saw. Um, so in other episodes, I share my story about not being good at school. I, well... <laughs> When I was little, I was great at school because I did my homework. I was on task. I I just did it all. I was just trying to be a good student. But then in high school hit, uh, it got a lot harder. I was kind of pressured to take a lot of difficult courses and I took them all at once. So it was too much for me. I overloaded myself and I spread myself too thin and my GPA dropped by a lot. And. Um, I never got to pre-calculus, I didn't get to like the basic math levels that everyone else was at. And I had this kind of preconception of I'm, I'm not good at math, I suck at it, I'm not smart. If I can't do math, I'm not smart. And I knew this going into community college, having like a four-year gap in between that I haven't done math, I wasn't even good at it beforehand, and here I go again trying to, to give this the second shot am I going to fall again? Am I going to mess up? Am I going to fail? So throughout my time in community college, I knew I have to make sure that I'm taking care of myself so that I can perform well in my classes, especially the math classes that I'm taking. And I didn't plan on going to Berkeley. I didn't plan on going to a big university. I just planned on transferring uh, to a regular school, (laughs) like whatever school accepted me my local CSU by my house, anywhere near my house, anywhere that I could just get in without having to do too much planning. And I was taking these math courses for um, psychology and then I realized I did really well in this math course. Um, Why not continue trying? Why not try to fulfill my UC requirements? Why not try to be eligible to transfer to a UC? And after doing well in my first exam, I continued, and I took two more math courses, and I did really well. Um, and part of that is because you know I studied a lot, <laughs> and I did a lot of study groups, like almost every day I had a study group uh, during the COVID times because we couldn't see each other in person, so I would hold Zoom groups and we would meet every day to do homework together and review for the test. And then I also meditated before exams. I just remember sitting on my, <laughs> my um, I think it was trig, like geometry class, uh, the one before calculus. <laughs> I remember just sitting in my front porch, like getting in the sunlight and then just meditating. And then like five minutes later, taking the exam, and the days that I meditated, I did the best I ever did on my exams. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes it won't be perfect. We, we're, we won't be able to do it right before our exams. Um, but I, I did notice the days that I meditated before my exams, I got a very high score. And at the time, my professors, they, you could see the average. You could see the highest and the lowest scores. And my score was the highest in that class. For that specific test so i started to kind of create this new narrative for myself that hey i actually am smart <laughs> like what i thought intelligence was was not what i actually thought it was <laughs> i'm just able to like manage now i'm able to manage it and i think it was my the management the management of um my knowledge and how I would recall it, how I would memorize it, how I would practice it. It was more of a plan rather than an ability. So I continue to focus on plans. How can I plan better for next semester? How can I do better? <laughs> and meditation really helped me not judge myself because I used to judge myself so much with I suck at math, I'm not good at it, I never got to pre-calculus i'm gonna fail again like i tried after high school and i failed and now i'm gonna try again and i'm gonna fail again and people don't even believe in me and i'm coming back to school i don't have a lot of support my family doesn't think that i'll do well they just think i'm wasting my time there's all these judgments that are happening but allowing myself to connect with me in the moment and have silence and kind of just let go of what's happening, let go of control, let go of expectations. It has helped me to be more better in control of how I feel. And when I feel good, I make better decisions. <laughs> I take better actions. I perform better. So it's kind of uh, this recipe that I was starting to see. Um, I was starting to test it. I, you know, I knew this because people talk about it, but I had never experienced it or tested it myself. So I was seeing those results with my own personal journey and my own personal like path through education and yeah it's funny now that i say this because it is it was a test (laughs) and i i still try to improve i still try to make it better how can i help myself better what would be easier for me what would make it more uh What would make it less stressful and more realistic? What would make it feel better? How can I adapt to this better? Because life changes. Things happen. You just got to (laughs) adapt. And I try to ask myself these questions when life gets really, really hard. And that's where I find the growth. Where I grow. When the times that I grow the most is in those stressful times. Because I'm able to have some... uh, be, peace, be peaceful among the thorns is kind of how I see it. Things are crazy, but I'm peaceful. And this is not going to determine how I react and how I feel. And it has helped me a lot. So I suggest go online. There's a lot of science-based frameworks that you know, are kind of like mindfulness and meditation where you are trying to lessen the judgment on yourself and... Practice being present, accepting the moment, being mindful of what's happening, being observant of what's going on, and putting space between how you react and you know what you eventually do, what your those decisions are, and uh, trying to defuse the situation. So when I have high stress situations, for example, one I another example that I. I specifically knew I had to meditate for was when I was in community college and I was running for a position uh, for student representative and (laughs) I knew like I either get it or I don't and that's it (laughs) and I went to my park that's close to my house and I sat in front of the lake and I just sat there and I thought I either get it or I don't (laughs) and whatever happens that's fine it's fine if I get it and it's fine if I don't and guess what life happens and life keeps going (laughs) and sometimes I do talk to myself like I'm a little kid so that I am able to understand the situation from a more of a understand it from its parts rather than this big huge scary picture or this big huge loss this big huge like I failed and I didn't get it, I didn't get the position, I didn't get the job, I, I'm not good enough, like I didn't meet the standards, I kind of see it for its parts and I kind of put it in simple terms so that I'm able to know that there's more opportunities, that things are, thing, there's other ways to get to where I want to get and make it less stressful and less big so it has less control over me. Um. So those are some tips (laughs) (laughs) and some actual like real real experiences that i've had with meditation and you know that was community college math classes exams uh positions that i was running for (laughs) competitions Um, but now at university at berkeley i've come back to meditation through a happiness class that i've taken called sky happiness and it is student run and it also is in partnership with the art of living institute where i've been learning about sky meditation i've been trying it i've gone to a meditation retreat with all, all the other students where i've learned the Shadarshan kriya and i've also met other volunteers who help uh, Kind of lead the meditation and they teach us how to do the breath work Um, that has really helped as well and I have also met a lot of other students who do care about taking care of themselves taking care of their mind and their body and meditation is a practice that I find really beneficial when I have a community to do it with because it's hard to do it alone for myself speaking out of my own personal (laughs) experience And right now, as well, with the exams coming and everything's back to back to back, I've been sitting at my computer for a long time, you know, so it's hard to just cut cold turkey and be like, I'm gonna meditate right now. And having a group of students to um, also hear their experiences with meditation and hear why it's important to them, it makes me feel less, not alone, but it makes me feel less like it's all in my bag like it's up to me and i'm the one at fault if i don't meditate you know so i have more of a community to feel a little more accountable with and i just like to hear their stories and why meditation is important to them and how it makes them feel too so i've really enjoyed that class and i'm happy that i found a community of students who also value meditation or are interested to learn about it and i want to continue being involved with that community um, just because i know it's beneficial for my health (laughs) being at berkeley and uh, yeah it's it's something that takes practice as well it's not going to feel super comfortable or natural it's just not going to feel organic your first time around but the more that you practice it you're gonna learn how to be in the zone you're gonna learn how to be in the meditative state and you don't need silence to be in meditation there could be noises going on there could be construction outside there could be people talking outside your your apartment door you know there could be somebody in the kitchen making breakfast and you could be meditating in another room so it is part of that like i was saying that aceptación and that acceptance of what is happening around you—that there's noise, that life happens. Uh, you know, things aren't gonna be in perfect silence all the time, um, and being in that present moment, thinking of that presencia, aceptación, ausencia de juicios and compasión. Um, so presence, acceptance, non-judgmental, and compassion. Uh, these are just things that I have tried to practice throughout my day (laughs) maybe i'm not meditating but i'll think of how can i be more compassionate towards myself because i have so much compassion for other people and it's very evident in the way that i talk to others but how am i compassionate with myself and how am i treating myself and talking to myself and not judging myself as well for you know making a little error or a mistake or, you know, not setting good enough boundaries <laughs> this semester, is, which is something that I want to change. So not being judgmental about that, having some acceptance that you had to learn. <laughs> we have to learn some way, you know. And there's always another time, another day to make better decisions. This is how meditation has been implemented in my life, and I really do want to continue this practice as I lead my uh, professional development and graduate from Berkeley. Um, And I really value it. So I hope to find more students that also value it. (laughs) And I really like talking about self-care and mental health and something that is really prominent is our emotions in our life. It sometimes can keep us from doing things that we care about. Procrastination, it's so real. You open up the Word document, you just stare at the blank page, and then you close it and you walk away. (laughs) I've heard so many students say that. I just can't start. That's so hard for me to start and start typing. And overwhelm can cause us to not take any action. And it could also lead for us to take too much action, like being compulsive and maybe picking our skin or... uh, having little compulsive things where we we think of something that we're maybe worried about or embarrassed about and we start to like you know pick at our skin or i don't know there's different various different things i have my own that i do but learning to put some space between those emotions and not have a lot of judgment and more compassion towards ourselves so before we end the episode today um i challenge you or invite you to set maybe for the month right maybe november is about to be over and you just don't want to do it this month (laughs) what do you want to set for yourself in december what is what is that theme of the month going to be what do you want that month to represent what is it that you want to accomplish in that month for yourself for your self-care for your mental health For your well-being what is one thing that you can do or a theme that you can set to make sure that you're filling up your cup that you're getting what you need that you are connecting with yourself bringing calmness peace tranquility (laughs) maybe that's the theme tranquility peace calm patience um, non-judgmental compassion what is the theme that you want for yourself next month just kind of think about it you don't have to take any actions this month or this week but next month what is what does the future hold what would you like that to look like for yourself how would you like to feel instead so i'll leave that with that tiny seed of idea or inspiration and i hope everyone has a great rest of their semester and good luck on your tests and your exams good luck at work and everything else that you're doing if you'd like to connect with me on linkedin social media I have all of my information in the description, so please reach out, send me a message, let's chat. I'd love to have more students on the podcast, so if you're interested, send me a message and I'll say goodbye and I'll be here next week. Bye, everyone.